Hello, and welcome to The Link Podcast, the industry's link to learn, innovate news and knowledge in global supply chain intelligence, hosted by Food Logistics and Supply and Demand Chain Executive. We cover everything from transportation and warehousing trends and new technologies to food safety and sustainability, anything really impacting today's supply chains. My name is Brielle Jekyll, and I'm the managing editor here. Are you guys interested in all the disruptions happening in the port right now? Because I absolutely am. So today, we're getting an inside look at what's really happening inside the ports from the business development manager at the Port of Oakland. So let's link into that conversation now. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I am here with Andrew Huang, who is the Port of Oakland Manager of Business Development and International Marketing. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with me today, Andrew. Thank you. I'm very pleased to be here. So we're covering a very hot topic right now. We're talking about port disruptions and congestion going on all over the world. It's been talked about quite a bit, especially going into the holiday season. So I'm really excited to hear your insight about this. Starting off, I just wanted to ask you, what are the issues causing all these disruptions and backlog in the ports right now? Well, I think that's a very, uh, that's the key question I think most people are trying to understand. And unfortunately, the answer is not very simple. Uh, You know, a supply chain is exactly that. It's a chain. So any a uh, problem in one part of the chain usually will affect downline and upstream uh, for it. So uh, some of the key, key places I believe that we are seeing issues is, um, you know, from the uh, warehouses to uh, to the retail storefronts, we have seen a inability for product uh, to get uh, to retail storefronts, uh, prob- primarily due to a lack of labor. Um, the COVID has affected, realistically, I think most Americans don't realize that it has quite uh, dramatically affected the, the availability of labor to load and unload trucks and containers, as well as uh, have truck drivers uh, bring those goods uh, to the retail storefronts. So if you have a backup at the very tail end of that supply chain, it tends to clog up the entire works. So that then creates um, uh, an inability to move uh, containers off the terminals to be able to bring to those said warehouses or to uh, put them on a train to go to the interior and um, and bring to them to the warehouses in the interior. So that in turn creates delays, uh, unloading vessels, which causes the backups. And this is seen worldwide right now. Uh, we have congestions at major ports in the U.S., major ports throughout Asia and also in Europe. What do you think needs to be done to help stop these disruptions? Well, a lot of this is uh, driven by consumer demand and the shift. Uh, We have seen people spending their money not on dining out, concerts, uh, and travel, and all that money has been shifted to buying things. Um, We have seen big surges here in in Oakland on imports for things such as furniture, uh, household appliances, electronic goods, and housewares. So these are things that people decided I have some extra cash, I probably need a new iPad, maybe the kids need a new laptop, Um, I'm tired of the the dreary couch, so let me go get a new one. Um, That is, that that I think is one of the main drivers. And then the other aspect too is, as the labor force starts to come back to work, 
um, hopefully we will see a loosening of the, um, the congestion. Yeah, I've been seeing um, a lot of announcements coming out recently from Port of Oakland asking for shippers to bring more cargo through Oakland because there's, you know, a pause there. So it seems like there's been quite a bit of discrepancy in different ports in terms of volume. What would you say the volume is right now in the Port of Oakland? Well, uh, in September, uh, we... Uh, sorry, in September compared to a year ago, overall, the port saw maybe about 18% less cargo than uh, in September of 2020. But granted, we were competing against some record numbers um, last fall. But as I analyze it compared to um, 2019, uh, our numbers compare fairly uh, favorably. Um, not, it's not nearly as bad. It, it's only down maybe about 10%. But what has happened is that uh, shipping companies have Uh, decided to skip Oakland on many of their services. And this has caused Oakland cargo to be offloaded in LA Long Beach um, and then trucked north. It's also made it very difficult for our agriculture exporters uh, here in California to get their products uh, out to uh, other countries around the world. Uh, The reason that the the carriers have been skipping Oakland is because of the congestion. The vessels are so far behind schedule that they're often looking for uh, places to make up that time in order to try and maintain uh, a semblance of service uh, to to the customers. So even though the the headline stories has been the congestion, particularly um, in our our neighborhood ports of LA Long Beach, up here in Oakland, we're actually very fluid. Um, We have no congestions and we are open for business. Yeah, I have a lot of contacts um, at other ports as well, and they are absolutely experiencing really similar things. You know, they're being skipped over and they have all this extra space and time while other ports are completely packed to the gills, you know, uh, especially, you know, in the port of Long Beach where they're charging extra for shippers that, that take too long. What do you think the future holds for ports and carriers? Well, you know, I think uh, we're very excited that the infrastructure bill um, was passed and signed into law. Um, you know, one of the key things is that uh, the West Coast ports in particular have been uh, have gotten only about one tenth the amount of uh, funding from the federal government that East Coast and Gulf ports have received o- over the last few years. So I think it's um, very important that uh, the, the government turns its attention to the West Coast ports to make sure that we have that money to be able to um, expand and modernize uh, the, the the ports for the future. Here in Oakland, we have many of um, projects going on. We have um, a uh, widening of our turning basins to be able to accommodate the next generation of larger vessels. Uh, we've recently had terminals bring in um, new uh, uh, large cranes to be able to handle those same uh, large vessels coming in. And additionally, from a technology standpoint, we will be uh, implementing uh, sometime in the third quarter of 2022, a a, um, uh, what we call FITS, Freight Intelligent Transportation System. It's a suite of 15 technologies that we will be using to be able to um, track the movement of cargo in the port area. Um, and that will be able to give us some visibility to uh, things such as uh, truck queue times, um, terminal uh, turn times, as well as be able to provide that information out to the public so they can make better 
um, uh, decisions on when to try to pick up containers, where to send their trucks to pick up containers, hopefully reduce the congestion in the port area, smooth out the demand and provide a better experience for all the port users. Yeah, I am so interested to see what the future holds here. I think that these issues happen and obviously it's so difficult for the industry, but as a whole for the future, it, it, it helps it can help us discover the changes that we need to make and the direction that we need to take. So I'm really excited to see what the Port of Oakland does uh, and what they'll come out with, you know, with everything that you just detailed. Yeah, no, we're, we're excited for the future. We're always working to future-proof um, our port. Um, and uh, we have a, 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 a many different projects that we have um, uh, lined up to make sure that uh, we can serve the region um, as we move forward. Thank you so much for coming on with me today. I'm so happy we were able to hear your insight and and get to hear your point of view from an insider on what's actually happening in the ports. Well, thank you very much. And it was an honor for me to, to, to join you today. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and tune in every Tuesday for our episodes of Link by Food Logistics and Supply and Demand Chain Executive. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a thumbs up or a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Jacob Riel for more of what's happening in the supply chain. And do not forget to hit subscribe on the Spotify, Apple, and Google Playlist app so you never miss an episode.